Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Rosecast, the number one Bachelor Recap Podcast, hosted by Mail and Rich, best friend duo. AB, what did you think? We've got one le- week left in this experiment. I'll call it an experiment. I'm not convinced it's coming back. So it may just be a one-time deal. But what do you what did you think of this latest episode? Shocker. Stunned Rim. Yeah. Disappointed? Disappointed for a few reasons. One thing I'll say, don't want to spoil anything, Rim. Stay tuned. Yeah. A little upset with the show, how the judges work. I'm upset with it. I got the, a bone to pick with the whole premise. Is it a different complaint than we've had previously? Very different. Very different. Oh, God. Let's stay talk about tuned. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Very <laughs> we're upset. Good at, we're good at, hey, what did you think of the show? Well, don't want to say anything yet. <laughs> then we just do I'm the right thing. I'm going to give no you point. no answer. I'm going to give you no answer, but stay tuned until the end, please. I I'm actually that's a legit stay tuned. I didn't. That's I didn't mean to you need to that. see what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm very interested because I don't have any different critiques necessarily of the judging. Um, I have all a right, huge critique that affected this episode. Okay, I've never huge been more one. interested in an AB opinion. <laughs> I've never been more excited for something. What could this be? What is it? Anyway, uh, hanging out after another night of performances. Who are they? Uh, Julia and uh, Brandon. They're gone. They're gone. I should well, know them. I made like three Instagram videos of them. I shouldn't remember their names. What were you going to say? We start off the episode with everyone faking like they care that they're gone. I think yeah. Matt Matt was the first one talking. He's like, he said oh, something. That was tough. He said they're devastated about Julie leaving. It's like, what? Julia <laughs> is leaving. What? Why would you be devastated about that? Number one, there's a competition. First and foremost, so the show anyone seems to leaving, forget that frequently that it's a competition. <laughs> this even more so than the bachelor. You know, bachelor, like you, you form these bonds over a month or whatever. Mm-hmm. Why would you want these people to stay? They're in lines for your dream. You're all fighting for the same dream. Yeah, uh, an actual essentially prize. a monetary prize. Yeah, yeah. Why would you want people to stay? You should be, uh, you should be very happy as soon as everyone leaves. I've got a critique about that aspect <laughs> of the show later on. You kind of they have to pick a lane. You know, everyone can't be friends the whole time. It doesn't work. Anyway, 
couple reset, Rudy and Matt, Bree and Chris, Jamie and Trevor, Natasha and Ryan. It's a high percentage of legit couples. Nobody has gone hey, yeah. home that I felt was a better couple than anyone remaining. No, good opinion. group. A good group of what is it? Eight? eight. Four couples. Good group of eight. We got Chris shows up. Quick Bree and Chris update. Still adorable. Uh, strange for Chris to immediately put them on the spot about their big reveal last performance that they love each other. He was like, hey, the good performances. You two, though. Crazy. Can't believe you said that. <laughs> Give me your take. A little oh, inappropriate. Doesn't, he doesn't seem to know what he's going to say before he says it on these. On, on Listen to Your Heart. He just shows up and kind of winks it. He's, all he knows is Oh, like, we got Chris over here. I see Chris over here. <laughs> what did you say last night? I remember that. Can you believe she said that to you? Give me your unfiltered thoughts on that. How you, he walks into the room, and this is the only thing he knows. He has to say, listen to your heart at the end. That's it. That's the only thing he needs to communicate. Chris announces... It's all getting bigger, AB. The venues, wow. the crowds, <laughs> the new amazing celebrity judges, the stakes getting higher. Okay, and to I got do an issue that, with that part. They've, Stay they've tuned. All, they've reached the they've reached the pinnacle of Los Angeles performance performance venues, which is the Novo. So they got to leave LA. They said we've done it all Have here. To. He says. <laughs> we've conquered Hollywood. There's nothing else we can do. You guys are at the top of the list here. Now now's the time to leave to go on a tour. So they leave Los Angeles for Las Vegas. Each couple gets their own tour bus. I put that in quotes. Why'd you do because, that in quotes? Well, it's a it is what you would consider a tour bus. It's a big old bus. It's a bus you and I will have one day for tailgating purposes exclusively. <laughs> but they're not going on a tour. They're, it's a four-hour trip. It's just a drive. They're not going no, on a tour with this bus. No. It's just an expensive not. Uber is my point. That was my point. <laughs> what did you think about the, the bus situation? It's a little strange that they didn't match. But I think those buses are probably made to, like, custom made for every buyer. You know what I mean? So you can't just get a fleet of identical buses. But they're very... Oh, I mean, you're talking very, about the, the, the outside the of themselves. them and the inside wasn't the yep. same exact model. Yeah, I agree. Why would you... You're not going to have a bunch of... Tour buses are custom. That's custom. You're right. Yeah, about that's that. custom. That's custom. Listen, custom I've seen every episode buses. of And One Ball Access, And One Mixtape Tour. I know a little thing or two about... Tour bus combinations. Tour buses. Why? Why do you ask? What did you think of them? I would have done a couple things different, Rim. One, the biggest thing, I would have wall-to-wall cameras in there. I wouldn't have a camera person in there like they did. That just makes oh, it awkward. Oh, yeah. Big Brother style. I'm putting yeah. cameras all over the. It's such a small area. You can fill that place with cameras. You don't need anyone in there with them. That's a good point. Okay. There's not enough room That's, anyway. That's there's good. not enough room, and one. then there's people sitting inside with them. That's really actually my only point. That's all okay. I wanted to see that was different. I wanted them to not have a person in there with them, and then it'd be a real... I think you'd get some situations where they'd forget... You know, yeah. it's easy... It, yeah. You know, when there's, when there's a person sitting in the room, you're on. When that person mm. is gone, even though you think like... They're on TV. They know it. I think there'll be there's moments where you kind of let go of that, and that's that's why Big Brother works. I think too. Yeah. The, um, I'm gonna build off that a little bit, and I'm sure you'll okay. agree with this. 
wrap the buses in bachelor listen to your heart branding that's a no-brainer do you want people to know about this or not so yeah absolutely silly agreed something that people don't know about tour buses is (laughs) (laughs) i'm serious this is a fact what i'm about to say is i I think 10 minutes on tour buses (laughs) (laughs) none of this is written down i just 12 pages of notes as usual i didn't write any of this i didn't have any of this either (laughs) no no, i was wondering where you were going i'm glad we got this tour bus talk Listen to this fact that I'm pretty sure is true. Okay, tour buses. It. There's only so many tour buses. For example, Christine Aguilera, just out of thin air. She's tour going bus. on a tour. She's got to get a bus for the tour for her accommodations. Okay. She only needs that bus for like two months. You know, even though if it's wrapped or whatever with Christine Aguilera, Brit, you only need that bus for a short period of time. So the tour buses are just, this is just an interesting tidbit. The tour buses are just circulating. There's, you know what I mean? They don't, there's not a massive fleet of tour buses in the world. They're trading them on and off. Is this true or are you just guessing? I'm pretty sure this is true. This doesn't seem true. It seems like. What is she going to do with the tour bus when she's on tour? It seems like someone of Christina Aguilera's status would just buy her own tour bus. But I'm saying these tour buses could have been like. Harvey Danger's tour buses from sure. 1999. I, I can see that. It's just an interesting little tidbit. You know, I'd like to see the ownership history of these buses. That would have been cool to me. It would have been <laughs> okay. cool if they had a theme. What's that one hotel in Vegas? Oh, Planet New Hollywood. York, New York. Love that place. Where, what was it? Where they have like, you're in the, this movie room. Like you're in the yeah, seven every room. room. Every room has a different movie theme. Not yeah. like obnoxiously That's overdone. Obnoxious. Yeah. There's just like pictures on the wall. It's not like uh, yeah. the bed is a, you know, something different or. Or there's like a glove or a piece of yeah, something not, from the it's movie not in the wall. It's done, yeah. Well, if you're going there, you know what you're signed up for. You can't be turned off by it if you're staying yeah. there. Anyway, what, 10, 10 minutes. Here we go. All right. Yeah. On the buses, AB, I thought this segment lasted entirely too long, this portion. A third of the episode was just them driving through the desert. Okay, so I'll, I will summarize this, and if you got something to get off, let me know. We got Rudy kind of spinning out again while Matt, you know, holds on for dear life. Bree and Chris smooching, having a sweet time as usual. Adorable. Trevor sings Jamie a song. I didn't like that they were playing music. Why not? That's crazy. Makes me think they don't have much to talk about. This is their first time away from everyone. Oh, those two. Yeah. Okay. I'd like to see them talking a little more. You've had all this time to play music. There's no need to. That's That was something they were doing to fill time because they didn't want to talk to each other. This Bachelor show, more than any other I've ever seen, is has a lot of time filling. Yeah. Okay. Now, mm-hmm. that's a good point. They had nothing to talk about, so they sang each other. Trevor positioned that as, I'm going to sing her this song to let her know how much I love her. But she's so I thought he wrote it, but she sang it with him. So was that a song I didn't recognize, or that was a did song he write? We didn't know? <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. I didn't know if he wrote it or not. I would have been impressed. No. Matt, they try to. Here, here's here's. I'm gonna get to my point now. So Matt is scared to fall in love or something. I don't. He, he's hurt. He's been hurt before. He's been whatever. hurt before. Sure. Listen, listen. <laughs> here's the thing with this show, AB. Okay, and I hope you'll agree. I think you'll agree. Because the end goal is not emphasized enough, because the stakes are not clearly defined, nor are they high enough, there is no natural tension to the non-performance portions of the show. They have to, oh, Matt's been hurt before. Well, what does that matter? 
whether or not him and Rudy like have a love connection is kind of irrelevant because they're still going to be great performers, like regardless. So I, unless there's some sort of, I just don't know. Like I spent the first hour of this episode just waiting for the performances to start. Now, can you, can you have a bachelor show without this other, you know, do we love each other or not stuff? You could have done less. It just, just seems like they need to choose their points of emphasis better because they're treating this like a completely regular bachelor show with a side of music. And I think more emphasis needs to be put on the competition, the music part portion, the prize stuff rather than do these two people like each other or not? Cause it doesn't matter if, I mean, I like that Brie and Chris are great together, but it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. You know I what hear I mean? You. Yeah, that's no, just, I hear you. So this whole time, I was just like, I on. think they could have done a flip of what the emphasis was on. Yeah, maybe like thirty minutes of the drama because you could fit all the stuff they're talking about. It most of it's irrelevant stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. Especially this tour bus section. They we didn't gain anything from it. So you could have you could have shown them quickly, moved on to the dates, bing bang boom, do two songs each. When each each group does two songs of performances, you do and you do an hour and a half performances. Okay, that's what I would like to see here. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Well, stay tuned for season two of Listen to Your Heart when they do exactly that, folks. (laughs) (laughs) Half hour drama. Hour and a half performances, little drama mixed into the performances, but not, but mostly just lean more towards the music because that's the best part about this show. And it's not, it's not made better by the drama for the most part. Like a little bit of it's helping the show, but I think I agree. You could lean more into the music competition here. After next week's episode, we'll talk about even more ideas for the for this show because I've got some. It doesn't need you didn't need to film this six months ago. You can every other music show has like a fan vote element. Yeah, there's live. no reason not to do that. Yeah. Anyway, Matt and Rudy didn't arrive in Vegas at the same time as everyone else. There was some speculation maybe they stopped off at a wedding chapel. Oh. The previews implied that maybe they broke up. In reality, they just kind of stopped off at a seedy no country for old men motel for the night the worst fantasy suite in history <laughs> some would say i'm not sure why production agreed to do to do i mean there's people you know there's camera people there's whatever on this bus and they're like yeah sure we'll stop and stay and in the middle they of all have to stay there too yeah matt and rudy weren't driving their own bus like the bus the driver room- was probably <laughs> upset about the, this the room they stayed in was tiny yeah Smaller than the room bo- on the bus. A little box. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Way smaller. Anything else on these two for the next morning? No, they get, they formed a little connection there. It seemed like they were moving in the right direction. Agreed. Next morning, Bree and Chris get a date card. They go to the Little White Wedding Chapel, which is the famous Vegas wedding chapel. Mm-hmm. But they're not getting married, AB. I thought they might be getting married. Silly me. They might be getting married in the previews. I was like, wow. But I could see it. They're making it happen. What did you make of this little day? I thought it was adorable. I thought it was cute. I thought it was cute. I want Bree and Chris to sing at my vow renewals in like 10 years. 
20 years. So God, that's whenever coming you up. do that. Yeah. Well, it's 31 years. You're supposed to do it in 30 years. years. Yeah. <laughs> so I got another 20 or so years. Um, they sing at another couple's wedding. Like you, like you mentioned, it was adorable. Afterwards, they talk. Maybe they'll get married one day. Um, and then a little bit more about how Chris's dad passed away five years ago. He was hoping he could do his, was hoping he could be his officiant for his wedding. Yeah. Um, and Chris says that his best friend from college died on the same day. So, wow. Went from a real high to a real low there pretty quickly, but they love each other. Anything else on these two? No, just cute. They're cute cute. stuff. That's cute. Matt and Rudy arrive at the hotel the next morning. What the strangest moment of this interaction was when Trevor asked, so did you guys get to sleep in the same bed? Which made me think like, did y'all not get to at this hotel? There didn't <laughs> seem to be a reason not to. Why would they be separated? They're all in the same, seems to be host, hotel suite. I didn't understand anything else on this, did they, the morning. Did they it made no like, sense to me. Do they have bunk moms that are coming around and what's going on? Sure they're not sleeping in the same hotel. You're all staying in the same place. I just don't understand why you guys they would... could have, should have been staying together the entire time if that's what you wanted to do. I, that's what I figured. What was ha- that's what I figured was happening I did too. It was. I was shocked by that. It was kind of glossed over. I'm wondering why they even included it in the show. But I was like, wait, wait, wait. They're not. They don't get to stay together. They don't get to stay. They're staying in the same hotel room, are they not? I don't. Very strange. Um, Matt is kind of bearing his soul to Ryan in another room about where him and Rudy are at. Did it seem to you like Ryan had any interest in any of these conversations people were having with him about their love for somebody? He doesn't. Ryan's here for the music, AB, and that's no, it. No, they keep they kept cutting to Ryan, and people would be talking to him, and he wouldn't say a word. So no. I'm, I'm thinking he's one of those guys that people think is good a good listener or a good person to yeah. talk to, but no. he's actually not listening to you. He's just he's just there. He's present for a conversation. You're talking through his, you're looking at his (laughs) eyes and your words are going through his (laughs) eyes sockets and out the back of his, he doesn't care about whether Rudy and Matt are getting along. He doesn't care at all. He's here to be a musician, period. And I like that. The people get up after a conversation with Ryan and they say, thanks for listening to me. And he has no idea what they're (laughs) even talking about. Of course, man. Of course. (laughs) Rudy does the same with Jamie. She's more receptive talking partner um jamie encourages rudy to tell matt how she really feels about him that she's quote falling in love but rudy isn't certain yet do you have anything on these two is that good advice from by far the youngest person in the house no okay (laughs) (laughs) risky risky advice i'd take that with a grain of salt if i were rudy i wouldn't go to the 21 year old for relationship advice no disrespect to 21-year-olds. No. This... Me at 21, I wasn't oh, giving out good relationship you... advice either. Jamie seemed a little too confident in her advice, given the this, this situation that they're in, which is a microwave relationship slash music bubble. Yeah, agreed. Trevor and date, Jamie get a date card. Wouldn't you know it, Tre- uh, Jamie feels obligated to tell Trevor that she's, quote, falling in love with him. Mostly because she encouraged Rudy to do the same. So she can't let Rudy down. You can't tell her one thing and then not do the same thing yourself. Yes. Did you think there seemed to be some sort of coordinated push to get people to say falling in love on this episode? It seemed like every relationship was it like... It like everyone was talking that way. Except Chris and Bree who are, who are... It's just happening 
Naturally. spontaneously, you know, it, it's it's not forced like the rest of these people. So, yeah, it's a little fishy that they're all at the same level at the same time. We're talking about six different people. They're all falling at the same exact time. Same day. Same day? <laughs> Let's see. It was a little... Again, and they don't have to do that. Focus on the competition because this whole first hour was like, are these people in love or not? And I'm just thinking like, it's really not that important whether they are or not. The answer is no to answer that. Of no, course they're not the love no. and it <laughs> doesn't matter that much. Yeah. Their date is across the street at T-Mobile Arena, site of two robberies by the Nevada State Athletic Commission on behalf of Canelo Alvarez, but that's neither here nor there, AP. <laughs> <laughs> robberies, highway robberies in public. Those things occur. <laughs> Never get over that. Uh, they have the whole ice rink to themselves. Okay, it's beautifully lit. It's awesome. Very romantic. Straight. Up, they almost built the arena probably in anticipation of getting a bachelor date at some point. <laughs> um, what did you make of this when they're sitting on the couch, skating around? Jamie knew how to skate, Rim. Can, uh, can we agree? Some talent. <laughs> <laughs> the guy had some absolute. It was like when no, Michael Scott. That's Trevor. No, Trevor. Sorry, yeah. excuse me, Trevor. It's like Michael when Michael Scott, Scott started skating. <laughs> just whipping around here out of nowhere. It's like, whoa, where did this come from, Trevor? Trevor was... Go, first of all, ice skating is very hard. I want to point that out first and foremost. Have you ever done it? Yes, it's hard. I've never done it, and I can't. It's way harder than roller skating. Absolutely, okay? yeah. Way harder. And Trevor, zipping around, stopping, slapping slap shots. I was very impressed by him. What about Jamie? She claimed to not be able to skate, and then no, she skated she was before. Fine. Yeah, she was she was just fine. I can tell you, if you've never skated before, you wouldn't be skating like she was skating. I figure it would take me at least two lessons to be able to stand up on ice skates unaided, stand. <laughs> and she was skating. Okay, so yeah. I was a little. What did you make of them sitting down on the couch in the middle of the rink? Trevor gave this nervous speech and pretty much told her not to say the l word he's like i heard some rumblings that the producers want you to say this and i'm just here to stop that right now a lot of people around the house are saying stuff about i love you i don't i want you to know number one i'm older than you um and it's gonna take me longer you don't i want to tell you you don't mean what you're saying (laughs) if you say it also yeah (laughs) take it from me you won't mean it if you say it please don't say it Hey, by the way, I've only said the L word a couple times. I take it serious. So anyway, that's just my deal. You want to go skate, though? Do you want to get out of here and <laughs> go skate? But maybe here I was thinking that was it. They're not going to say it. He put the kibosh on it. It was pretty clear he did not want her to say it. But then later on, after they're skating, Jamie lets it slip. And she says, I wanted to tell you that I think I'm falling in love with you. That was a caught up in the moment situation, though, Rim. They're twirling around on the ice, looking at each other. You got the beautiful God, bachelor beautiful. background. Yeah. You know, he had the roses all over the, the jumbotron and, the and yeah. stuff. It was, it was adorable. They're looking into each other's eyes, spinning around. He just taught her how to skate. A lot of emotions going on here. So do you and think... it just slipped out. Yeah, you can't blame her, but do you think Trevor's response was... He said it back. It was, it was unexcited. I think Trevor's playing the game. Okay. And I wish a couple other people, and we'll get to them later, would also play the game. You oh. got to understand, you got to, you have to match your partner in the level 
you only have two more weeks. Like, what's the point of not just faking it, even if well, you don't? To be, I don't know, integrity? <laughs> Does that mean anything to you? If you're looking for a career in music, you you have to play this game. You got to sacrifice a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Um, Jamie's reaction when he reciprocated, it was if he had it like a hard, I love you. She yeah. acted like he proposed. It was over-celebratory, in my opinion. Anyway... I think there might have been some sort of actual financial incentive for people to say this. Like, hey, blurt this out and we'll give you $500, $500 in chips. You know what I mean? That you can use at the casino. It was just bang, 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 bang. Everyone's saying I'm falling in love with you. It's like, let these you. people live, man. It's been a month. Not even. Anything else on that date? Beautiful. Hey, they seemed cute, though. I will say that. I don't know that I believe that they're falling in love with each other, but I believe there's a little bit something there. Some sparks. I think Jamie's probably always like Trevor. I think Trevor actually is like, okay, I actually like Jamie now, too. Yeah, they're agree. getting closer mm-hmm. on the same page. Matt and Rudy get a date card. AB, wouldn't you know it? Rudy is convinced she's got to tell Matt that she's falling in love with him. Has to. What did you make of this date at a, at a small, half-empty bar where Shaggy was standing around on stage? It was awesome, Rim. Oh, okay. You really were you really were excited by that performance from Shaggy. I wrote down this is my new favorite Bachelor performer. <laughs> Do you think Matt quote grew up with Shaggy in okay, his I've music? I've never heard someone ever say I grew up with Shaggy. On Shaggy's music. No. I grew up on Shaggy. This is just like staple of my life. If you're talking about my life, you're talking Shaggy. He's not. He's not Prince. He doesn't have a huge catalog of influential no. music. He's got two it's songs. Shaggy. He has. <laughs> he's got he had two a radio songs. hit one time. What's his other song? I don't even remember. Hold up. Now we'll get to that. Okay. Okay. They bring Matt up on stage to sing "It Wasn't Me," his most famous song. Granted, it's it wasn't his most me, famous. which is a risque, very risque song. Matt was singing about banging people on the counter rim. Right in front of his current girlfriend. Naked on the bathroom naked. floor. Bathroom yeah. floor. You know how the song goes. Of course this, I do. Now, I will give them. This is his most famous song. He has another one, Rim. They should have sung the other one. Angel. Remember Angel? Oh, duh. A love song about your angel? Why didn't they Why didn't they change the song for when Matt came on stage? It was silly. That's actually completely it ridiculous. Was silly. He has two hits. Now, It Wasn't Me is more popular, but Angel was a big smash hit also. Well, he has two hits. One is about love. The other is Too Hot for TV. <laughs> yeah, and they did yeah. the Too Hot for TV one. It makes Why'd no they sense. Do that? Why'd they do that? It wasn't even... Was they didn't so even sing confused. the radio-friendly version no. of the song. It was the no. full... No. Unedited. <laughs> well, now that you bring that up, I'm shocked at what happened Not last having night. him sing Angel is one of the biggest mistakes I've ever seen this franchise Isn't have. Isn't Babyface on that, too? Somebody uh, else is on someone that. else. It's someone else. I don't think it's Babyface. Okay. Well, anyway, Matt and Rudy go on stage. Crazy. Um, participate in that absolutely lethargic performance. <laughs> and yeah, they, I have a note here that they sang explicit lyrics. <laughs> and ABC did nothing about it. I was uncomfortable. Why, Why oh, did they not have him sing Shaggy Angel? It makes no it's sense. Crazy. It makes no <laughs> it's sense. insane. It makes no sense. I bet the only explanation is that. Shaggy refused to do that. There's no That's way they the didn't suggest that. No, I'm doing it wasn't me. I mean, there's no way Shaggy has any say on what he's doing out here. No. So, just I mistake. can't believe that. I can't believe They didn't that. know Shaggy's catalog like I know yeah, Shaggy's that's catalog. True. That's, that's probably true. That's the problem. 
Shining on my angel. That's a jam. That's a jam. And it's an adorable song. <laughs> yeah, they could be swaying in the thing, like, yeah. oh, having a good time. Would have been good. Instead, they sang, It Wasn't Me. A song about cheating. A song <laughs> about, yeah, che- a song about being lying. You're cheating. A song about being caught cheating. Caught in the act, but yeah. you are still such a scumbag <laughs> that you are going to deny it to their face. As part of that song, or maybe After the video. After they caught you. He's on... He's on uh, home camera, whatever, you know what I mean? He's, yeah, a, he's caught. A security camera. It's he's him. caught. That's the man's the caught. He's caught. <laughs> whatever. I can't believe that. Anyway, after the date, Rudy uh, delivers this, just a classic meandering Rudy speech. Yeah. Eventually just getting to, you know what, fine, I'm fine. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> you know what? Is that good enough? She's looking around like, where's my $500 in chips? <laughs> where's my chips? Um, have you ever seen a worse response to someone saying that on this show? Matt, with a terrible response. He says, you're very courageous for saying that. And that was pretty much it. I appreciate you doing that. No, he said, "I and I appreciate you doing that. And then ended it with a, so. <laughs> <laughs> he just goes, so. So. <laughs> So any, anything else going what, on? That's yeah, like how I talk to my mom on it. Zoom calls. Like, uh, well, so, so anyway. That's how you wrap up a conversation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and then he just sat there while Rudy cried. Yeah. He just literally was sipping his beer like, well, <laughs> I said my piece. <laughs> Couldn't Weird. have gone worse. This Could not have gone worse. Unpredictable. Um, this is where I was saying earlier, you got to play the game a little bit, Matt. Okay. At least yeah. let her down a little easier. Not necessarily that you need to say it, but I don't know. Something better than what you did. So you he don't not ruin do your good. relationship. <laughs> like people don't always fall. I think we've said this during regular seasons. People don't always fall at the same time. And that's okay. Yeah. You can still continue on with the relationship just because one person's falling in love and the other person's just just likes you at a current stage. Like that's it's not a deal breaker. Like, maybe if you've been in those stages for a year or something, yeah. then that's a deal breaker. But you can just, you could be nice about it, Matt, and not make it that way. He didn't. Um, I think no. he just wasn't expecting it. Really, only excuse. Listen, this was sad seeing Rudy. I think Rudy really, really liked him. I think Matt. she likes him. Yeah, I agree. But even during this moment, all I thought was. I doubt this affects their performance. <laughs> like they want to, they want us to think that because Brandon and Julia, it affected them, fell off yeah. a cliff, and it affected them. That that's just like an unavoidable side effect of falling out of love or not being on the same page. But I thought, I think they'll be fine. I'm not really concerned about their performance. One thing the show doesn't seem to realize is you can perform duets with other people, and I think one of our uh, one of our mailbags earlier in this season was talking about this, but. I don't think duets, they're usually in love. They make you think they're in love. It's kind of acting along with singing, but you don't have to be in love to sing a du- a love duet no. with someone and make it believable and a good performance. Of course not. But they seem to think those things are, are needed. I'll say this. If Stars Born doesn't come out, and if the public perception of Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper is not that they these two people actually like the public was convinced that those two people are actually in love and then he's but getting a divorce that- and then people are like oh it's gonna happen it's gonna happen I think if that perception doesn't exist this show doesn't exist because people fell in love with those two specifically but isn't that a good example of 
like they've both came out yes. and were like, no, we don't fuck with each other on yeah. like on that level. It's not like that at all. We're just acting. Well, she did not. She is ridiculous in her praise. The way she talks, and maybe she just talks like this. She's still. I've I've seen an interview with her where she said she has no feelings like that for Bradley Cooper, okay. and it's just it's just acting. The We're public friends. doesn't care. That's it. They public doesn't care, Oscars, but I think that's a good like, example. Wow. Like they, yeah. it's been like two years now, and they still aren't together. So I'm pretty sure they, <laughs> both of them are single. They could have yeah. easily made this happen if they're in love. No, your your point and is they put correct. On the best performance, like, remember what were they singing at? Was that the Oscars? I think it was the Oscars that one year. Whoa, yeah, it was amazing. I've never seen two people love each other more, but they <laughs> actually don't love each other. That's the thing. I know. And that's I don't know that. Your point is correct and well taken. This show wants you to think that you can't have one without the other. Yeah. When in reality, it's it's probably for actual musicians, it's probably preferable that you to not be in don't love. have yeah. the other. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But anyway, okay. Next up, Natasha and Ryan had their little date at a car crushing facility in the des- in the desert. The only note I have here is. They might actually like each other. That was the first time this season where I thought, oh, maybe they, these two might have it. something. I don't know. It was a cool date. We also, for at least the second time this season, they come back from commercial and Ryan and Natasha are at a date and we have no idea what's going on. Yeah. They're not very good with giving them any shine. No. Um, back at the hotel. Song assignments. I'm going to say them once. And I'm not going to say them again. Natasha and Ryan, Ed Sheeran, perfect. They plan on, quote, changing it up. So remember that for later. Okay. Bree and Chris can't help falling in love with you by Elvis Presley. Opening the card, Bree opening the card brought tears to her eyes because this just happened to be the song that they played on the piano at their first date. They were over the top emotional. And here I was like, Guys, relax. This isn't a coincidence. <laughs> they are kind of creeping into the annoying couple. Mode. Annoying like, like, couple. Yeah. Like, guys, Chill. Relax. They did this. It's on our purpose. song. It's like no, they they picked that. But anyway, that was just a one tick against them. It's the only one so far. Jamie and Trevor, just a kiss by Lady Antebellum. Um, they've hey. Maybe flying in the face of our theory, AB, they've built more of a trust on stage together because of the L word stuff. So that's exciting. Matt and Rudy, speaking of Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper, finally, someone on this show gets to perform Shallow. I'm shocked it took this long. I'm surprised they didn't just have everyone get Shallow one episode and do a Shallow sing-off. That would have been what I did. That would have been the only fair way to go about it. I'll get yeah, more into can, that later. I'll get more into that later. That would have been the best and most fair way to go about it. What happened here was not fair. That's what I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> this was not fair. Let's take a quick commercial break. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. 
Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. All right, performances, AB, here we go. Crack the knuckles. This is what we're here for. Here we go. <sighs> Judges this week. Some interesting judges. Bad. Worse than ever judges, I'd say. Well, there was some bright spots. <laughs> You're talking about train. I don't care that much. <laughs> okay. All right. Ari and Lauren, to, there to judge. Uh, insti- going with your instinct. <laughs> they, I think they got booed. It was like, it was, <laughs> the reception was not much. And then. The next judge was Pat Monahan from Train, and the place okay, erupted right. for the guy from Train. Now, I love Train, but places don't erupt for just him. But compared to Ari and Lauren, it was a big ovation. Quick, um, everyone knows, huge huge Train guy, huge Train guy, but I've never given my Train power rankings. Train songs power rankings. Here they are, AB. How many are there? Like three? Ooh. Three good ones? I think there's f- four or they five one, smash hits that you know. I'm, I don't... I'm not a huge train guy. I like train songs. I'm not a huge train guy. Am I understanding the train history and saying they have a really old song that was mega popular? Then they had a one kind of recently that was mega popular. Is that accurate? They had two or three. When you say really old, you mean late 90s, early 2000s. Yes, 90s. Yes. 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 They had two or three back then. Then and They had one recently, right? They had one recently, which I think would probably be. Hey Soul Sister, which is number five. That's probably only a couple years old. They've been releasing albums in recent years. That's number five. Hey Soul Sister? Yes. Then number four, Calling All Angels. You remember that song too, A.B.? Number three, Meet Virginia. That's strange. <laughs> That's strange. You like Meet Virginia, A.B.? That's number three. Number four, Get To Me. That throws a lot of people off. You might think, Get To Me, that's not a big smash hit. It wasn't. But that's my number Never two. Never heard that song. You'd love it. I'm on iTunes right now, like on their top songs, and I can't even find it. It's, it's a list of 20 no. songs. Are you on iTunes or are you on Spotify? I'm on iTunes just looking. Well, there's you, your first you, problem. No, Apple Music. Or Apple Music. I'm on Apple okay. Music. Okay, all right. Yeah. They do just... I'm just looking through like their top songs when you click their name. Get to me is not a top ten. No, get to me. It wasn't a single. It wasn't a single. There's 50 songs on this list, Rim, and it's not one of them. Come on, really? 50? I'm still scrolling. There might be 100 songs on this list. Well, that's why you tune into the the Rim Power Rings. You never know what you're going to get. I'll have to check out that. Number one, get to me is good. Number one, Drops of Jupiter. I'm not an idiot, all right? I'm not here to reinvent the wheel. Don't get cute, (laughs) Rim. Don't get cute, Rim. Don't say Drops of Jupiter and keep it moving. Honestly, if you didn't say Drops of Jupiter as number one, it would invalidate your entire list and you as a train yeah. aficionado. Yeah. So but, I'm glad you did but that. If, but having Get To Me at number two solidifies my train <laughs> aficionado reputation. That's I, that's why I did that. Anyway, those are my top five trains songs. AB's just, I think, I on the I'm train Wikipedia now. I'm trying to find now. train. Get To Me. Check it out. 
I got it here. Check it out. Add the library. <laughs> I can't believe you, you. I can't believe Apple Music is crazy. You're you're like Michael Scott when he's playing the. Remember that when he was sad because Jan broke up with him or something, and he he could only play the 15 second preview on Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't pay a dollar for the song. <laughs> All right. Anyway, next up, last guess: Ashley Simpson and Evan Ross. Boo! You don't like these two? What do you know about Ashley Simpson? Do you like her? Sister of Jessica Simpson, I believe, right? Yeah. Uh, they had a reality show, okay. I believe. Um, she had a hit. I think she had a hit. She had a hit. Um, not a fan. Okay. Not. I, I'm not. I have harsh. no opinion either way, good or bad, about Ashley Simpson. This was the worst cast of judges, and I don't even think it was close. Um, counterpoint. Number one. Side you haven't note. even let me say my point. I thought you did say what. Say your point. I'm going to already counter. I already am typing up the counterpoint. Go ahead. Say your point. Worst group of judges. So we usually have, it's the same same type of judges every time. So you have the, the couple from Bachelor Nation. This was the worst of the couples, right? Well, of course. Yeah. By far. Not even close. <laughs> not even close. close. Ari and Lauren are the worst yeah. of that. So you're the bottom of the barrel. If you're doing like a, so we've had three you give them a one, two, three for each category, right? So oh boy, one's yeah. the top, three's the bottom. <laughs> and then the higher your score is, the worse the judge panel is. So that's a three for those three. I'm making this up on <laughs> yeah, the spot. This is a three for the, the bachelor marriage couple. That's fair. That's then fair. you have the the random dude that you don't expect. Pretty popular guy. Train. Yes. Music guy. Yes. Music guy. I put him at two. Okay. Probably behind Mraz. Okay. No question. Then you have the other just random star. This well, is it's a, it's clear... a female associated with music. It's generally so- you could do Kesha and then Tony Braxton would be the other two in this category. Yes. It's a it's a yeah. It's okay. Ashley Simpson is so far below the other two. <laughs> I would <laughs> not true. even give her three. I would give her like a ten. She's <gasps> so how much farther than Bra- Tony Braxton is she? And it's even a cavernous Kesha. gap. Yeah, it's not, not even, even close, close how popular Kesha and Tony Braxton are compared to Ashley Simpson and this other guy I've never heard of. And I think they have a song is what Chris Harrison was making it sound like. I don't Can know. I my counter- Can I make my counterpoint? There's no about- counterpoints here. They have the, they, <laughs> at best, they had the second best guy judge, but everything yeah. else was the worst of the judges they've had. I don't know how it's even close. Alright, the crop is bad. The, at, the sum total is not great. Number one about Ashley Simpson's husband, Evan Ross. Little known fact, that's Diana Ross's son. That doesn't mean anything to number me. Number two. He was T.I.'s <laughs> more, and number two, and more importantly, he was T.I.'s little brother in ATL. Possibly my favorite movie of all time. But here's the real here's the real counterpoint. Here's the real counterpoint. It's a good movie. ATL's a a very good movie. Awesome movie. An awesome movie. I love that movie. I used to watch the one where they're skating, right? Yeah, they're skating. Oh yeah. That movie is so good. I love that movie. Big boy, bone crusher, Michael T. Williamson, maybe the most underrated actor, one of the best resumes in acting history, Michael T. Williamson. (laughs) Anyway. What was I, what was I gonna say? You're talking uh, about Diana Ross's son. Okay, who means okay. nothing so, to me. So these two aren't super popular. Okay, that's obvious. Yeah, but they are. I'd say the ideal for what the show is striving to create, because their entire basis for celebrity 
is that they are in love and make music together. That's it. There's like no other couples like them, really. Like they, Jay Z and Beyonce make less music. Their relationship is based less on music than these two. Are these they two in are a group basically exclusively and make music. I think they're. You heard Chris Harrison announce him. He was like, "From Ashley and Evan, it's Ashley Simpson and Evan Ross." Okay, so Ashley and Evan is the group, and it's just them two. Yes. Okay. And their whole um, reality show is all about them making music and navigating being married while making music together. So, of course, they're not super popular. Their songs, I've never heard any of them. They're not they're not star powers, but on paper, that's like best case scenario for a couple to come out of this is is these two that nobody cares about. So that, that seems- that's why I think it's a decent judge that they're decent judges to have. But you're right. The crop is the worst. I think you should bring them on as like a coach then. Absolutely. The show doesn't have coaches, unfortunately, for no reason. (laughs) For no reason. Yeah. I get what you're saying. You're right. But it's not. They're not as bad of judges, I think. And nobody knows any of that stuff. That's the other problem. That's why they're bad. You had star power in the other two. You did not have that in this. Facts. Okay, what did you think of the first performance, Brie and Chris, singing the Elvis song? One of the top love songs of all time, Rim. That being said, oh, if I'm not slow dancing with someone to it, put I'm bored sleep. by the song. Yeah, put you to sleep. <laughs> they, to sleep. in the middle, it, I didn't mean to do this, in the middle of their performance, I started looking at my phone to oh. find something else to do. So if we're talking about, <laughs> so if we're talking about do. turning our chair, if we're talking about turning our chair in the in a restaurant, we're there. There's no way I, I would turn my chair farther into my, the conversation that I'm having at the table, not towards them. It's a bathroom break song. Yes, it's beautiful, beautiful song for a wedding. If for it's a wedding. your wedding, I was just gonna say that it's bathroom <laughs> break. It's if your you're at first the wedding, dance. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like I don't need to see this. To their credit. They kicked it up a notch in the second half. It got a little hey, it was funky. Good, good, good vocals, chemistry. Uh, I thought Brie had her probably her best performance. That's yet. exactly what I have. A B best voice yet so far for her. For Brie, yes, yes for Brie, yes. yes. But again, there's just something missing with these two for me in terms of the performances. They haven't wowed me yet. It might be their songs, but they are not blowing the doors off the place. It seems very stupid that they don't pick their own songs. This is, we have just so many criticisms. Yep. Like, we'll talk about, the, I'm sure we'll talk about this more, but it's very unfair how they're just given songs that they have to perform. Agreed. They get this this boring-ass Elvis song, and uh, Rudy and Matt get Shallow. the song of the fucking last five years <laughs> that everyone knows and loves and never gets tired of. Is that what we're doing? Does that seem fair to you? Does that seem fair at all? It doesn't. An it's Elvis song. They gave him an Elvis song. Yeah. <laughs> my experience with Elvis is he was a bit character in Forrest Gump. That's about my <laughs> Elvis knowledge. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's not fair. And you're right. They should be able to pick their songs because people are getting screwed left and right by song choices. They're getting screwed. Okay. Next up, Jamie and Trevor. How about these two? Jamie has a new confidence rim, and I like it. These two are cute together. 
They seem good on stage at this point. Trevor's gotten her through. Good. Satisfactory on stage now, yeah. I think they hit a note in this performance that made me think something might be there, though. Trevor was singing. They hit a nice little... She was she was hitting a high note. Trevor came in. Good notes. Something might be where? In terms of them being in love or them being having okay. untapped potential? Having some potential in this competition. Okay. I what'd you think? I I think I had similar notes. Jamie did well. I think she's getting her performing legs under her. Best performance by her yet. Um it might also just be because it's a smaller venue. Or maybe it's because she's in love with Trevor. Could be that too, folks. Yeah. The judges liked it. I don't have much on this, but you're right. It, the Jamie arc is starting to get mildly interesting now. As she's overcome her fears more. I figured she would just be nervous every time and I'd be annoyed by that. Okay, here we go. The final two performances, the ones really worth talking about, Natasha and Ryan. Yikes. What do you think of this, AB? They only did the regular song for about 15 seconds before they turned it into some sort of spicy I remix. I didn't, know, I didn't know what was going on. I'd never heard the song before, except for the start. I didn't even know if they were singing the same song or if they started singing a different <laughs> of their own song. I, he grabbed the guitar and I got excited, but then that actually is when things went haywire. Oh, man. <laughs> Couple things. Natasha, this was not a song she could shine at. No. Nope. Which is a huge mistake and very unfair. I, I can't <laughs> reiterate that enough. Not this fair. is very unfair. You gave her a Ed Sheeran song for a powerhouse? Yeah. Vocalist? Are you kidding me? <laughs> It's not even a duet, to my knowledge. It seems like this song was provided to sabotage them. <laughs> this just was not fair. It just was not. She's the best singer, and she got a song that was clearly not, well, yeah, maybe not, but. You, yeah, you know, I know. She's one of the best singers, and she got one that wasn't tailored for a powerhouse vocalist like she is. How about the logistics disaster? The logistics, it was a disaster. I'm So, he had the guitar they bring the guitar out just to set the scene yeah once you have the guitar you need he was holding a microphone earlier in the cup in the song right yes okay so he gets the guitar hands her the microphone the plan i believe and correct me if i'm wrong here was to set she was gonna set the the microphone on the a microphone stand that she brought out and position it for him to continue singing into it for whatever reason, they could not figure out the microphone stand. Time was running out. You could tell she was flustered. Yeah. So she bails on the microphone stand because that obviously wasn't going to work. She hands him the microphone while he's playing the guitar. Now, how do you play a two-hand instrument holding a microphone? It. I don't. Here's the thing. I don't think he was playing the. He wasn't playing notes on the guitar in the time at that, at that point. Yeah. No. So he had the guitar, both hands, wasn't playing any notes. He was pretending to. He was pretending to play and it. And then he, she gave him the mic that he held in his right hand on a right-handed guitar and like held it like, I don't know, in the in the palm palm of his hand while his He's fingers were to palm. play. Yeah. But he didn't play it then either. Then he eventually got rid of the mic and started playing it a little bit. It was just like, I got really excited when he grabbed it, but it was logistics. The worst thing they could have done. Killed them. Killed. This was a debacle. Oh, man. 
I think it's because they insisted on taking it a step too far and walking on top of the boots. Yeah. So his his guitar thing was his cord was like grazing people's heads in the booth, and the judges were just like, "What are you doing?" Because there's no he had lights his back on them. Turned to the, he had oh, the yeah. ba- his back turned to the the uh, judges too. Yeah, it was bad. Could Very not have gone bad. worse. <laughs> Could not have gone worse. You feel for him though. They've had great performances up until this time. Something I think something went wrong with the microphone stand is what it seems it like to, to me. Yeah, and they they couldn't recover. Sad, and you expect you know uh, Natasha afterwards admitted she screwed up her singing part. Yeah, I don't think turns that, out she messed up her singing too. Like sung the wrong parts. Could have fooled me. The thing is, Natasha, you're not Jamie. That's like an inexcusable mistake. Yeah, and to screw up that bad on on the in a performance it was bad. Big time disconnect. The judges hated this. The train guy, who I'm sure Ryan looked up to his whole life, was like, mm. "Dude, that was terrible. What were you thinking?" Basically. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else on this? I felt really bad for Natasha. Felt really bad for yeah. her. You know, it's eating her up inside to this day. That she messed up like that. The veteran of the show. She's the vet. Yeah. Of singing. Wow. It sucks because, and this is no different than maybe other singing shows, but all that matters in terms of moving on is this performance. What, what you have in the bank doesn't matter to these judges. That's what I was re- That's what I've been holding off till now. And I guess we'll, we don't want to spoil it, but this ruined Natasha and Ryan. Okay. In terms of this week, by having new judges every week, it's nice. It's different than other shows, but it doesn't let them take into account like Natasha and Ryan were way ahead of everyone else. Like one bad performance shouldn't have sent them home. But because it's only one group that has seen one performance of them. The rest of the show is irrelevant after. So right now, as after we've watched this episode, that's all irrelevant. It's all just going to matter on how much in love they show on the last episode, how much they show of themselves and how, you know, into it and how much how believable their love is to the new three judges they bring out. (laughs) That's going to be the whole that's who's going to win this life changing prize. It's a disaster of a concept. What if freaking. Jamie and Trevor win. I mean, they're not they're not a top five. Like, That's the thing. If couple. Trevor and Jamie perform well and fool these three judges, they're going to win. And they yeah. had have no business winning. That's why fan vote needs to be some because fans to. would have has to given them a pass for that bad performance. Exactly. I don't know. Something something's got to change. There's a lot of good on paper here, but something's got to change. This is. We'll get to it later. Who went home? We'll find out. Um, last performance, Rudy and Matt. This wasn't fair. This is the thing we've been talking to the whole night. They get to do shallow. You got a gruff guitar playing redhead with a beard paired Perfect with a song. once in a generation vocal talent. Yeah, I think they can handle shallow. Unbelievable. What did you think of this performance, AB? It's incredible. Just like they've been show. First of all, they've been showing that performance in the previews so we knew it was going to be knocked out of the park and it was holy it was. cow <laughs> these two matt handled the, the bradley cooper part perfectly the harmonies Ooh, they had a couple harmonies that <laughs> made me shiver knock your socks off <laughs> 
accent. I don't know, something. What happened to me when I heard those vocals? I thought she nailed the The great part of the Stars Born trailer that got everybody jazzed up to go see it was when these two parts of the song, depending on the trailer you watch, is when she comes in, when she's still the unknown singer, yeah. and she goes, I'm off the deep end, that part. Mm-hmm. Or the ah ah, th- those two parts, yes, are like the show-stopping moments for that singer. And Rudy, talk about getting to showcase your vocals in a way that no other women were on this episode. It's a perfect song for her. She nailed both of those, and yet she did it without overdoing it. You know, she wasn't doing a yeah. Gaga impression or trying to nope. like blow people's hair back. She just nailed it. This was, might have been the best performance. Maybe recency bias might have been the best of the season. Yeah. I think it was. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that's even, uh, I don't know. That's close. It was good. This is the it best was performance. Good. It was good. Because both people were able to shine too. Yeah. It's a good, it's a good song for both people. Now the Ed Sheeran song was not good for both people. No. And the end of the performance. How did the n- end Number it? one, very cute. You could they with the the other side of it, not just the performance, but the how they're looking at each other. They gave each other looks. They gave each other the looks. They shared a kiss at the end. They had the whole package, the entire what Chris has been talking about needing to win this competition. That was at the end of this present or this uh, performance. The judges, unsurprisingly, were completely overwhelmed by what they just saw. This performance was so good. Again, them not being on the same page relationship wise. Uh, irrelevant it doesn't matter could have fooled me yeah these two could hate each other they should still go on tour doesn't matter okay anything else ab just to point out uh ari and lauren did a horrible job (laughs) (laughs) what (laughs) they provided no feedback on anything at one point one thing ari said some dumb stuff lauren said something one of her uh compliments was you guys shared a mic that was like the compliment. State and effect. Yeah. <laughs> not a lot of charisma with those two. If you want to talk former leads no, and Ari, their spouses, no. Ari is not qualified for this to, <laughs> you know, be a, a entertaining judge on this show. He's not. Ari no. is not who you want there. Rose ceremony. Tough decision. Hey, like that couple, though, now. I like that couple. Why? Here's the thing about what? Why? What do you say? I don't know I just why. like, the longer they stay together, I forget about why <laughs> yeah. I dislike them. Yeah. Here's the thing about Ari and Lauren. Ooh. If Ari would have just chose Lauren, we'd have no issue with him. But None. instead, he he chose Becca for no reason. He didn't like her. We all thought he liked Lauren better. He should have just chosen to begin with. So I'm starting to forget about the Becca stuff and just, you know, these two, they have a kid now, they're married. This is a bachelor success story, and I get behind those. Yeah, you're, and they're not in our faces all the time. So I haven't no. been reminded why I dislike them. That if we like a couple when they get together, a year or two later, they're going to break up. We're probably not going to like them, or they'll break up. If we yeah. dislike a couple, and they're still together a year later or two years later, they have a hundred percent track record with us of gaining our favor. I Absolutely. love, 100%. I love Jordan and JoJo. I love and Rachel them and Brian together. Yeah. All the, couples <laughs> the ones that we, we all think are bad are, are together. In it for the long haul. <laughs> yeah. So what do we know? Anyway, rose ceremony. Tough decision for the judges, AB. Uh, the worst performance was Natasha and Ryan. Really the only well, bad one. 
really was it that tough of a decision there was one train wreck of a performance and it's the only performance they've seen of them and then the rest of them are fine tongue in cheek my tongue's okay. in my cheek okay <laughs> <laughs> but they're obviously not the worst couple that was my no, worst absolutely not couple. but they yeah. don't know that ashley simpson that. and ari don't know that you said those names like you're still you can't get the taste of them being judges out of your mouth. You're so <laughs> upset. Ashley Simpson and Ari. <laughs> anyway, here are the roses. Jamie and Trevor. Get the first- Lowe, that's my question. If Sean Lowe and uh, Catherine aren't the last judge, Rim, pack it up. OK. <laughs> anyway, um, what was I going to say? Here are the roses. Jamie and Trevor completely that them getting the roses first completely eliminated all tension from this rose ceremony because then you knew who was going home because rudy and matt were the next to get roses brie and chris obviously getting a rose the producers aren't gonna let them go home the only true true love story so far natasha and ryan left out in the cold my question for you is do you think this was the judges making a real decision based on the worst performance or is this producers valuing love stories over all else i think it was just performance based they bombed that bad. It was that bad of a performance to get yourself sent home. If that's all they're going off of. Yeah. There's no way. There's no way you choose anyone else to go home but those two. It would have been a scandal if they didn't go home. If, yeah. if we're to believe that the rules are real. Kristen announces they're heading to Nashville after the rose ceremony. Um, Maybe the whole season should have taken place there. Don't you think, AB? Absolutely. Treat this like a couples music journey video game what would level one be a a bar on tuesday afternoon you know with a dozen people in there perform there first then you work your way up to the grand old opry at the finale something like that whole season should have been there there's a million iconic places they could have gone no brainer and it fits it fits it fits the concept of the show yeah i agree Hey, I'm with you. Nashville. I'm, I'm We're Nashville be. guys. Everyone knows we're Nashville guys. Everyone knows you're not going to say we should go to Nashville and I'm going to disagree with your opinion there. No way. <laughs> uh, next week is the finale. Who do you think is going to win? Whew. It's all going to depend on the song choices. I hope they get to choose their own songs. Like if it's if Rudy and Matt get another hit like that, they're gonna win. I would like to for you to write down when you watch next week who I think's won, who you think's gonna win pre-performance, post-song choices reveal. Okay, I can do that. So just say, oh, this is the best performance song. They're gonna win because of that. That's what we need. I actually think Chris and Bree are gonna win somehow, even though I think performance wise they've probably been in second out of these three i guess like i think they're really far behind matt and rudy in terms of performances every week every week on the previews though the pre- they have like the they song knocked it in out. the the, pre- the the song that they're singing they've been showing the entire season as in their package so and it looks like the best one that they do you got to think they're going to win yeah. If the producers think, are controlling, you think they're going to win? Yeah, I think if the producers especially are in control of this, then they should be the couple with the best chance of staying together for a reasonable amount of time. Because these people have to stay together for this supposed tour they're to go on tour. Going yeah. on. You know what I mean? And especially now, if it's delayed six months or a year, you don't want them to 
be broken up by then. Okay, it'll be interesting to see. I'm excited to see who wins. It, I go back and forth with this show. I watch the first hour, and it's like, this stinks. <laughs> and then I watch the second <laughs> hour, and I'm like, I love this show, and I can't wait till next week. <laughs> okay. Hope there's another season. <laughs> Quickly, let's get to the mailbag. We didn't ask a question on the episode last week, but we did post one on social media. And the question was this. We got The Bachelor, the most unforgettable ever, which I think they've already renamed starting in a couple weeks where they're going to do AB's idea of airing full season recaps in three hours on Mondays, different season every week. So our question was, what seasons do you most want to see covered? This is Steve from Naperville. I'd like to see seasons from Trista. She has an old school vibe. Sean Lowe. I skipped his season and he seems like a likable lead. Caitlin Bristow, lots of drama and a heavy dose of Nick V. Slees. Ben's season. And Nick's, quote, sleezen. See, they combine season with sleaze. I, I like, like that. that. Yeah, yeah. I like that, too. Well, that person, who, who did you say that was? Steve from Naperville. Steve made a huge mistake skipping John Lowe's season. Let me just say that. He's the man. He's the man. 470 area code. I'm into trash leads and even more evil and trashy villain contestants. So for me, I would love to see Jake, Jakey Poo, Jakey Poo. I don't know why he's... Why can't I say Jakey Poo? Jakey Poo, Pavelka, Ben Flanick, and Juan Pablo seasons. This is from Sarah Stare Extraordinaire on Instagram. Emily Maynard's season has been my favorite, especially the episode where she got to meet Dolly Parton and cried. That was with Ari, people forget. Mm-hmm. Well, we already watched that one. We did. Well, lots in, of, you know, in recap. In recap. So, hey, go back and listen to the recaps. <laughs> people... I forgot about that. Um, Steph Porter 22 says Ben Higgins. Freeman Dream? Sign me up for season one from 2002 just to be reminded how legendary this, how this legendary show came to be. Then Trista, Dez, Jason, Sean, so I can be reminded the genuine bachelor bachelorette relationships do exist. Maggie May. Would love to watch an abbreviated Juan Pablo season since I couldn't get through the whole thing. Three hours is just the right amount of Juan Pablo. Otherwise, would love to see a Trista recap followed by a Where Are They Now segment. Last one from VD Kennedy on Instagram. I went to see Ashley Herbert. Hebert. H. Bentley was a true Bachelorette villain, but actually, Ashley had a happy ending. Uh, thank you for everyone who commented or texted in. Again, the number is 773-234-7794. AB, do you have a question for next week? For those that are still watching this show, Rim. Yeah. Do you want a second season? Do you want this picked up for a second season? Yes or no? And why? Now that you've had five episodes or six after next week, to think about it. Shout out to AB for coming up with that. On the, the spot. Blue, on the spot. Great question. I was put on the spot. I was put on the spot. Wasn't expecting it. Out of nowhere. <laughs> okay, we get it. <laughs> and I would add to that For question. a segment that I do every week, it was, <laughs> it was out of nowhere. Really no excuse. Was not expecting this, Rim. <laughs> um, I will add on to that. And if so, what changes do you want to see? What tweaks do you want to see them make Ooh, to improve yeah, that's it? That's even better. Good one. Thank mm-hmm. you. Wasn't expected. Was top of my head. Unexpected. <laughs> Unexpected. <laughs> okay. This is uh, the last question. Someone wants to settle a debate for us. 
This is from Jenny and Ed in San Diego. We love settling debates. I didn't I didn't read it. I caught the whiff that this was a debate thing, so I didn't finish reading. I'm like, all right, we're going to do this. We're having an ongoing debate about Peter's season and hope that you can weigh in and resolve it for us. Each Bachelor Bachelorette season, we draft our own picks on night one and compete between the two of us. For Peter's season, we cannot decide who won. Editorial note, nobody won. None of us won Peter's season. That's just neither here nor there. Ed chose Hannah Ann and Madison, while I chose Kelly and Alea, but disregard that. Who won the season? Ed or Jenny, A.B.? I'll step in here, Rim. Well, I asked you. Ed? Ed, listen, you can't... This was a season of The Bachelor. Okay? Mm -hmm. You can't go back. You can't. It's not forever in perpetuity. Like what if (laughs) Peter ended up with someone else in like 10 years from now? He ends up with back with Hannah. Do you flip it? And now we have a new winner of the competition? No, it's the, the competition stops at the end of the show. Period. Okay. I agree. If anything, Ed won twice. If you count after the final <laughs> yeah, rose, he doubled Madison you up. Too. He yeah. doubled you up. He doubled you up. That, that's why you have Ed. to look at stuff like this. You have Good to, job, Ed. You have to keep it in the rules of the game. It's the rules. It's we can't do that with sports or whatever. Like, what if so and so? That that's like a vacating wins in college basketball. They still won the game. The rules are the mm-hmm. rules. Everyone who the was there the saw rules. the win. It doesn't matter. <laughs> so, Jenny, thank you very much for your email. Love this email. Ed wins. There's also a PS. Sorry, Jenny. Uh, Sorry, thank you for listening. There's also a PS. A few weeks back, you two were discussing quarantine TV shows to watch, and AB gave a very eloquent argument for Grey's Anatomy being the best scripted TV show of all time. I agree wholeheartedly and have been saying, had been saying the same things to Ed and my cousins just earlier that day. It was perfect timing. Got several messages that were like, AB... Nailed it on the the Grey's Anatomy. (laughs) So thank you, Jenny. Thank you, everyone who wrote in. Thank you. Wrote in. Don't don't forget 773-234-7794 for next week's question. Lastly, AB, do you have a headline of the week? Listen, Rem. No. I'm sticking with with my theme of the past couple weeks. I want to give updates on where we're at for the next Bachelorette season, and I'll do that next week, too, if I find something. ABC confirms The Bachelorette is aiming for a fall premiere, but, and this is sad, Rim, Bachelor in Paradise is stuck in purgatory. <sighs> that is a bummer. But I will take that as a net positive, considering what I have been anticipating on that front. Mm-hmm. So, Is that the name of the headline? Or is that you? Your That's update? the whole headline. That was a well, long ass headline. <laughs> so it's like you're like hit. Some update. people... <laughs> Still, Still don't know, know how, how to do business. Know <laughs> <laughs> how yeah. business is done. That seemed like AB just talking. Just that was giving a long ass headline. The whole but. headline gave away. I didn't read the article. Let me tell <laughs> no you that. I didn't it. read the article. Why would you? There was a full paragraph that told me it's the not entire. The of the week. No. <laughs> yeah. God. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. We appreciate it. Um, side note, tease. If you go to RemedyB.com and click the merch tab in our header, you will find that tees are $13 this week. So check that out. Um, and masks are available. Also, anything else, AB? Final thoughts? No, just thank these people for listening. We are sticking it out. 
we think we're doing God's work by watching this show. Think about them listening to people talk about watching. That's this show. another level I wouldn't consider. We, ever. Used to, I appreciate that so much yeah. for the support. <laughs> talk to you later. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.